0: Yeah, so this is a this is a fun episode we're gonna be doing today. I'm excited, be, man. Dude, I'm I'm thrilled because uh, we're going back back deep to the well. This is like a formative for me because in '87, mm. I was I was a, a young a young little kid running around Dupont Circle, uh, actually playing in the arcades. Yeah, I would play Akari Warriors in the <laughs> arcades uh, during this time period, and um, yeah, and and I had this guy who uh, worked at the arcade. From uh, Egypt, named Mohammed, and my mom would like work with him because he was trying to become an American citizen, get his green card, and he would hand me like a pouch full of coins to like for the arcade to play games mm-hmm. while they talked, and uh, and also he would give me gifts. And one gift that he gave me was a v- – He had HBO in his apartment, and one gift he gave me was a VHS tape with uh, two movies on it: Golden Child, 1986 and lethal weapon yeah. 1987 two bangers
1: this guy was a fucking pioneer
0: and i'm like 4 or 5 years old just absorbing these right. movies Sheep.
1: golden child ruined oatmeal for me
0: yes yeah oh if you I haven't seen you guys, it dude yeah. yeah there's a there's like a like some blood yeah it's not great in the oatmeal it is yeah. hell yeah I'm trying to poison the baby dolly <laughs> So, uh, but what a fun era this was! That this is like that Stranger Things window of time, right? Where kids could be kids, just riding bicycles, just riding bikes
1: until the sun went down in alleys in the, in the district. That's
0: right. I would ride my bike. I had a little Mister Macho uh, dirt bike, and that mm-hmm. said Mister Macho on it. I don't think you could have that as like a name for a bike now. <laughs> no, a little heteronormative. <laughs> and I would pedal around And Xavier was around and a whole bunch of other kids in the neighborhood, and we would just bike from uh, Woodley Park up to. Adams Morgan, uh, Georgetown, and then like at the end of our ride, we would we would go to uh, this uh, this uh, uh, like deli that had butterfly knives that they sold in it, and like Spanish language porno magazines, yeah. and uh, and yuho, and we would drink yuho because that right. was the muscle milk for <laughs> if you were a tot in elementary school. Yeah, instead of it's perfect for Mister Macho Bike. You know.
2: <laughs> right? That's right. What else so are you going to be drinking? Right. That's and right. Your Spanish porno and your and your knives and. So uh, sugar, sugar milk,
0: uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, so hey, uh, as always, it's Gabe Pacheco, uh, but you know that already because you are subscribed to Eat, Pray, Judge. Yeah. And uh, as always, you uh, you will hear my trusty sidekick on mic Number Two. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: or wait, let's, are we? Let's. Uh, let's. Are we partners? Are we buddy cops? Oh, I think so. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Who's driving? Who's driving today? Are we going on one, two, three, or uh, one, two, three? Then go. Uh, Sammy Gimarni. Yeah. And on mic three, you might have heard a mysterious chuckle, yeah. a laugh. Yeah. Please introduce yourself to the crowd.
2: What's up, guys? I'm Andrew Charles. Yeah. Um, we're friends now, so you guys can call me Buck if you want to. But, okay.
0: Uh, so you might hear us interchange between Andrew Charles yeah. and Buck. I got aliases of <laughs> out here, guy. Yeah. Dude, you gotta have aliases. That's right.
2: Multiple personalities. That's
0: right. Yeah. Johnny Blaze. Hot Nichols. Maximilian. <laughs>
2: Hot nickels. You I like know. That
0: one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Noodles. Noodles. <laughs> ram, <laughs> Old ramen.
0: <laughs> What's, right. up? What's up? What's Uh you can call me Kimchi Ramen. I'm uh I'm a woo affiliate. <laughs> I have two dollars to spend. I'm a woo affiliate, yes. <laughs> me and
2: the jiza. There you go. So, uh,
0: so yeah, man. Uh, you know, and we typically at the beginning of these podcasts we talk about the year 1987, and uh, because that's when the movie that we're covering came out, Lethal Weapon. And honestly, I mean, this year is just uh, we we've, we've already it's well tread ground at this point. But it was such a fantastic year in pop culture. So
1: we've done it a little to death.
0: Yeah, we've done it a little to death. So you know, we could just. We can we can uh, you know abridge that move on bong you got the Simpsons They came out that year but y- y- you know you already heard so there's that Lost Boys that's another banger we haven't covered Great yet movie but it gets called out in Lethal Weapon because when you see Riggs and Murtaugh walking around uh, Hollywood Boulevard there's a marquee and on the marquee of the movie theater is Lost Boys yep. movie of the year which is like a brag that's right because they're they're affiliated same production company same, same, same producer yeah.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, we we, uh, we dug deep. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out came out in 87. That's right. One of my favorite video games of all time. Soda
0: Popinski. Right.
1: Yeah. Bald Bull. <laughs> Ethnically, real fucking racist <laughs> video game.
0: Sure. we was pretty Bald solid. Bull.
1: Bald Bull was a Turkish guy. Mm-hmm. Piston Honda.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so that was fun. I liked, uh, oh, Flamenco Joe. Huh? The, the Spanish. Uh, Spanish guy. Yeah. Yeah, he, they they beat him early in that I wish game. He had
1: that date rape face.
0: <laughs> All right, yeah, that's you could tell that from a mile <laughs> that's away. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so here we are, and um, we we picked this movie, uh, Lethal Weapon, which is just uh, was fantastic. But why, why, Andrew, why did you decide that this is the movie that you wanted us to cover today? You
2: know what? Those were one of those. So I'm a ni- I'm a '90s baby. I was yeah. Born in '91, but for some reason, I feel like that was the first movie that I ever watched. Um, as a young kid that was not a kids movie. Yeah. So I think it was like my first I don't know if it was rated R. Oh yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so this, this is, my, is a
0: hard R. Yeah. The hard R. This is my first hard R.
2: <laughs> yeah, ever in my life. I might have been four or five years old, but for some reason, I fell in love with Mel Gibson. I didn't know, you know, his whole background and everything at the
0: time. Well, he hadn't become the villain that we uh, know right. and detest today,
2: right? So I, I, something about him and this, in the buddy cop of the older black man, just kind of <laughs> enticed me.
3: because sure. I'm, I'm half
2: white, so I, I grew up in a white family. So seeing. An older black man with a younger white gentleman was
0: comforting to me. It was really nice. This, uh, it was uh, it was like that Frank Sinatra Stevie Wonder song. <laughs> it was Ebony, <laughs> and, Ebony and Ivory. Ivory. Oh, was Ed- that was that Frank Sinatra or was it no? It was I the th- other guy, Paul McCartney. I'm just thinking of the. Ed I thought American it was sketch. Stevie Wonder. I think you might have been right,
1: man. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. I just remember the SNL that's sketch right that they yes. put with Pescopo and <laughs> <Eddie> Murphy.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so this movie was uh, this. Yeah, black and white. I th- I didn't even think about it that way. That's how that think, you know.
2: That's kind of what I saw at a young age. I, and then the action and and Gary Busey.
0: Uh
2: huh. <laughs> scared I, the shit out of me.
0: I feel like these movies
2: don't exist anymore.
0: Yeah, this was uh well, Lethal Weapon was a very um you know starting with this like Mel Gibson. Mm. I knew him from uh, Mad Max uh, Part Two, right? Which I think is the one of the first introductions for a lot of Americans because Mad Max was amazing. But uh, it was a small release, a small budget. A small like, budget, for sure. It, people went back and dug through the crates to really find that one. Mm-hmm. So, but the first one with like a bigger budget was part two. Part two, and that's like eighty-two, eighty. Yeah, I think around eighty-two that that came out. Right. But uh, or three. But he's like, now this was his breakout role in Hollywood. Had to be right. I yeah. mean, this was
2: before Braveheart.
1: No, a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Like Ten years almost. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah, before this, he'd been making, like, Australian movies and kind of, like, dramas that nobody – that are forgettable. Right. Now. So this was this was America's introduction to Mel Gibson. And uh, and I think you can like the young Mel Gibson. He hadn't done anything wild yet. Yeah, and he was – yeah, exactly. He didn't That's do just, anything wild yet. Fame breaks your soul. <laughs> <laughs> it turns you into a monster. Well, you, if you – also, if you look at his parents, uh, his dad is, like, insanely ultra right-wing uh, – Catholic.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that stuff doesn't doesn't come out of the blue. He's a Christian
0: conservative, and uh, and you know the soil that that tree, uh, you know, grew in. Right, the apple didn't fall far. (laughs) It
2: it bore fruit. It bore fruitcake. (laughs) (laughs) Landed right at the stump of the tree. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and uh, and uh, and I thought Mel was Australian, but actually, you know, he was born in Peekskill, uh, New York. Oh, was he really? Yeah, and he moved to Australia when he was twelve. So he's got he's got both a New York Peekskill accent. (laughs) Uh, somewhere deep buried. Interesting. O- along with that, Australian I that,
2: that peak scale accent really, really yeah Sh- really
0: shines through in this one. <laughs> he sounds like you know, like he could sound like a raver from Binghamton right? Like if you wanted to.
1: Oddly enough, he was thirty, I think, when this movie came out. He yeah, to play a man that was thirty-eight, Danny Glover was forty, but he looked like he was sixty. He did, sure. Yeah. When I was reading up on that, I was like, I was surprised to see that Danny Glover.
2: He was 40 at the time.
1: 40
0: now. Wow. And, and I think he plays he, – so he's 40 and he plays 50 because it's his it's birthday retirement. at the very – at the right. beginning of the Dang. movie. He's not retiring yet in this one. He's just oh, turning right. – it's just his birthday. That's right. And, uh, and then I guess Mel Gibson's character would have been around 40 if you, if you like think about okay. the age because yeah. they were both Vietnam vets. Yep. And right. Mel Gibson was part of the Phoenix program mm-hmm. in 1968 – in this or Rigs, the character Riggs, yeah. Riggs. Mm-hmm. and uh the Phoenix program is some wild ass shit dude <laughs> i don't know if you have followed any of this i have not wow okay so the phoenix program was set up by the cia and their their idea was we can't just fight uh traditional warfare against the viet cong sure. and the uh, communist party so in vietnam at the time so we have to set up a special uh, group of people to go Capture, interrogate, torture, and assassinate these civilian communist party members. Is that what was going on? So it is the darkest I mean it is the secret police and their whole thing was like capturing, infiltrating and, and murdering I mean it's war crime stuff. I
2: get why Riggs was this like this now.
0: Right? Yeah. yeah. So he was a monster. Right. You know, he's not – that's not, like, a job that a good person has. Exactly. You know, and uh, it's like Pinochet's, like, helicopter rides in uh, Chile. It's that type of stuff where they are like, taking civilians and, like, throwing them out of helicopters. Yeah, taking them
2: up and just tossing them out. Right. Yeah.
0: So he's damaged, man. He is a – Oh, he was
2: damaged goods for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's picking up prostitutes uh, in random times just to watch Three Stooges. Yes. You don't normally do that unless you've been to the Phoenix program.
0: So you're watching. You watch the uncut version.
2: Oh, is that the version
0: with that? Yes. So I did uh, not see that
2: scene.
1: Right. Damn it. No, I heard about
0: (laughs) this scene and I hadn't seen it. And there's two versions of Lethal Weapon that are out there. There's the uh, theatrical cut in Mm -hmm. '87, which was also playing on HBO, and that's the one that I grew up watching. Got it. And then there is another version, the director's cut. Uh, Or no, it's not even. These are. I don't know where these scenes. Uh, you can watch them on YouTube, but one of the scenes an introduction to Riggs is there is a school shooter a sniper who 's in a school uh, on the second floor nested yeah uh, killing cops out the window and maybe children and uh and then Riggs shows up to the crime scene and just walks into the playground into the line of fire and uh you know uh, begs the uh, shooter the sniper to yeah. shoot him, and when the sniper misses. Riggs gets a beat on where he is, and then the second time the shooter pops up to, to shoot him, he pulls out his gun he, and uh, his Beretta. His Beretta.
3: 16,
0: uh, a clip, 15 in the clip, one He's a great in the shot, isn't he? Yeah. Right. And blah, 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 blah. Just vaporizes this guy. Yes. In the top floor yes. with his Beretta. And so in that scene, you're supposed to see that Riggs like doesn't care about his own life. Doesn't put care. It, Risk himself, and he's, uh, he's a crack shot.
1: Yeah. He's an elite killing elite. machine. Yeah.
0: But what a prescient scene that is yeah. that uh, they had that. And they cut that scene because they thought it was too Und- dark.
2: And then they cut that scene and then him picking up the prostitutes. Sure. But is yeah, yeah, okay.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is another one of those classic situations where um, I was reading up the, the, the writer, Shane Black. Um, the original script was 141 pages long, which is very long for a movie. That is long, like, yeah. But he said they they said that the script was far darker when he wrote it. Than it was because it covered a lot more on their background in that Phoenix program because mm-hmm. they were both ex military guys. So it was just a much darker character arc for both of them. Danny Glover's character also darker as
2: opposed to the family friendly, you know, every man. I think it's good that they went with the family friendly because he's definitely more of the lighter, you know, comedy side of the movie, like and a little bit less he is. intense as, you know, Murtaugh is less intense than Riggs, so it kind of gives it a little better balance. If they were both really dark, I think it would have been a really heavy movie. Yeah. It, been, would it would have been a, it been a good watch. watch it totally.
0: yeah. It Danny
1: just... Glover can go dark, man. Harpo.
0: Yeah. It would have felt a little bit more like uh, like the bad lieutenant. <laughs> right. Than, than but less what... on the
1: nose than the bad lieutenant.
0: <laughs> yeah. And this is... Uh, I. It, this movie, I'm so happy that I saw it at the young age I saw it at. And I haven't seen it in like 20 years. And yeah. so to watch it again now, I can see exactly how dark it is. Mm-hmm. Right. But it also makes me think about the resilience of, the, of a child's mind. Oh, Not <laughs> that the human spirit. <laughs> it didn't – yeah. Like it didn't corrupt me to see this as a kid. And it right. makes me feel like, oh, we kind of – we coddle our kids now. You know, We don't let them watch things like this. Totally. That's so
1: funny because this made me question my, my, my parenting. My parents' parenting skills, because I saw this at like nine. Same, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was young when I was. I'm like, it. mommy, that's a speedball. See,
3: she's <laughs> right. fucked up. I think they she think she can fly.
0: <laughs> I don't think that we watched this together. So the opening scene is gives you exactly the tone of how dark this is. Yeah, right? which I love. It's, yeah, it starts with Christmas music, yep. and you get this beautiful. Bell rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it a Christmas movie? Then no. It, <laughs>
1: Actually, it was. You know, it took place during the holiday season, but it was actually released in March okay. of the of that year. Okay, I'll tell
0: Fine. you what, though. I think it's so important for any artist to put out a a Christmas album yes. because that means it will get played every year. Run I'm DMC, are yeah, you listening, it. Buck? I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James Brown, uh, who's Elvis? Uh, Elvis. They yeah. all got Christmas stuff. on Sure, John White Legend. Christmas, John Legend, Bing Crosby, yeah.
1: Mariah Carey. Let's just keep going. See <laughs>
2: so t- whoever taps out first, walks. Slipknot has that great Christmas album. Oh, maybe not. I don't know.
0: Ja Rule put out a Christmas album. <laughs> it's murder. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: where would I be without my reindeer? <laughs> um so we got we got it's a christmas movie you know we're this is a jolly time of year right. and then we pan out from this beautiful shot of los angeles which is so incongruous for christmas anyway because it never snows there it's right. weird to me <laughs> and uh then we go to this high-rise uh building a famous uh building in mm-hmm. hollywood and we got this beautiful woman right. and she walks out like jenny in uh, Forest gump, gump onto yep. the ledge and uh and jump, and she does it. Yeah, and she, she does she, yeah. it. So the intro to this movie is hot, beautiful woman doing cocaine to Christmas jingles, yep. jumping uh, out a window and graphically hitting yeah. a car. It was graph-
2: it wasn't. Yeah, it was.
0: Oh yeah, full
1: fledged. Well, she actually did the jump, and they basically created a huge airbag over a car mm-hmm. that, and they painted it to look like the street. So oh, they yeah. were able to capture her actually
0: hitting. Oh really? So that's how they got that impact. Shot. Oh, so was,
2: this is no CGI. This no, was before. this there is was no CGI. You're jumping, love. Yeah. Sorry.
0: All practical effects, and something yeah. about this movie that uh, we, you know, there's the action. The action. This movie is an action movie, mm-hmm. but it's not like Hobbs and Shaw where you've got like cars doing 360 over the top. Over the top mm-hmm. Like it, everything felt like a real uh, possible action scene. Yeah,
2: that's what I love about those those earlier. 80s m- movies with action—it wasn't overdone. It no. wasn't the Fast series, like you said, Hobbs and Shaw, where you know he's punching a missile. Right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was actually things that could happen, and it felt real to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, and wow. in some way, it feels like grittier and and worse. That's, that's,
1: that's what that shit would look like. It's like if you see a fight in a movie. If you've ever a, if You've ever been in a fight in the street? It does not look like that. There's nothing cinematic about it, and it doesn't sound.
3: You know, it sounds
1: like. Someone kicking a cow carcass, and, and everyone is out of breath, and punches look shit, <laughs> <What's up>,
2: IRL. <Brian? laughs> Most of the time, people are missing the punches. Yeah, so they're it's missing just, the
1: punches, yeah. dry heaving, yeah. basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, if you watch those early Ultimate Fighting Championships, uh, the the first UFC fights, yeah, um, mm-hmm. season one and two, those fights, some of them go on for like 30 minutes, Seriously, and they are so, <laughs> everyone looks so tired. It just
1: looks like snakes <laughs> fucking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Remember how much like the they point? built
1: that up? Yeah, um, like, oh, watch Royce Gracie fight this giant fucking like bar brawler, and it's just like watching this dude try to like get real tender
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for like twenty five minutes. <sighs> Armbar, neck kiss. <laughs> neck He's going kiss. for the neck kiss. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's got him to commit. Uh, and we, uh, so this was like the first buddy cop uh, crime thriller. One of the
1: first, I think. Uh, Forty eight hours was. A little mm. before this, that was kind of the first well interracial buddy cop right. movie. That's, That's what I was like and yeah, was... then there was like Tango and Cash. This is what I meant by like I, we don't really see these anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just don't see a quality kind of dramatic action film now. It's just like over the top yeah. CGI. Yeah. Jason Statham and The Rock fucking punching through helicopters. Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: this uh, so this film has like tonally, it is um, you you Shane Black does this later on too. You see like tonally, there's like cute stuff for kids in it. But that isn't sent too sentimental. Like, there's children in this movie.
1: But elaborate on the cute stuff for kids. What do you mean? Well,
0: like, uh, there's a scene where uh, after the. The rapping? Uh, yes. Okay. The yeah. rapping. Right, right. Um, there's also, there's like tender family drama mm. in the movie that you see in, the, in uh, all of the Murtaugh family Murtaugh's, stuff. Right. And you also have uh, sort of like screwball. You're watching um, uh, Riggs. He's watching The Three Stooges. Right. And he has these comedic one-liners that are juvenile. Mm -hmm. So there's, like, kid-appropriate one-liner humor. Sure, right, There's right. also like a lot of children actually in the movie being mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. True. Like the R- the Riggs family the Riggs and family. also when the prostitute's house explodes, yes. then they have uh, they, they talk to those little kids as the witnesses. That's right. So right. these yeah. are entry points for children to watch this movie and identify with it and feel like, "Oh, these adults like kids." True. Sure, right, and right. like you watch later Shane uh, Black movies <laughs> and he has, you know, an Iron Man 3 He's got like a little kid sidekick. Like he actually has a real. So true. He likes children and like mm. that sentimentality sure. that, that uh, to balance out his darkness. And then this movie also holds up as more than an action movie because of the acting chops and human drama right. that like Riggs and Murtaugh, that uh, Glover and uh, Gibson or, like have with each other. Yeah. And then also with like the family, and those like one-off scenes where. You you would never watch a Jean Claude Van Damme movie and and see Jean Claude Van Damme in the middle of the kumite like put a gun in his mouth exactly. and be like right. should I live today? Yeah, no, this is a far
1: different <laughs> film. This is what I mean. Like you don't see these cinematic, well acted on yes. both ends because they're both such talented actors, and you put them in, a, in sort of an absurd, surreal situation or setting like what they're in. Yeah, and it just works out so well because it's carried out perfectly. It's, and it's not even like they're over the top or taking themselves too seriously. I agree. It's just really. Yeah. I mean, it holds up.
0: It's like I think about like when you watch uh you know people think when you say Rambo, yeah, you think of uh, you think of the uh, like Sylvester Stallone just greased up with Crisco in right. the middle of the jungle, like right. exploding people with uh <laughs> with like uh like you know uranium tipped arrows it's by right. himself. Well,
1: that's also the right. difference there between those types of stars. Like in the '80s, especially, you're getting the, the jacked up. Sylvester yeah. Stallone's yeah. muscled out Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No yeah. real, I mean, you know, Sylvester Stallone can act, but you know what I mean. Like, it's a very different general aesthetic. Like, Riggs and Murtaugh look like Everyman, yeah, every man in a way. Yeah. But I mean, the, I've become Riggs by accident. Especially that Riggs <laughs> I don't even know how that well. happened. He's definitely more relatable than the fa- yeah <laughs> family man.
0: But the but the first Rambo was a drama. Like this is the first Lethal Weapon is a drama. Right. Mm. Well, the first or, Rambo is great. I mean,
1: that's yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: ra- that's kind of what I mean. it's yeah. like they, were, they weren't he wasn't the stereotype Rambo you right. mm-hmm. see in the later films yet. Of course. And like when I when you think Lethal Weapon, I think uh, the later ones become more comedic and more over the top. Joe Pesci to,
2: kind of gets a little bit more of that role of being like the the funny guy, and whatnot. You know what I mean? They bring in Chris Rock in the later ones, and
3: yeah, that's you right. know what I
1: mean. That's all marketing. I mean, they just exactly. literally pushed out a ton of sequels to get to a, a place. But this was actually the only one that didn't gross a hundred million at the box office, and it's by it's it's the best it's one. It's definitely the best one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Because it's a drama. But it's a drama. Exactly. There's <laughs> exactly. exactly. no uh, hokey. You know. <laughs> because, like, I watched the opening scene to Lethal Weapon 2, and Riggs is already uh, the fully formed um, cartoon character. Sure. Yeah. At the beginning of that one. There's no yeah. mystery or drama as to, like, why You're he is the way out. he is. Yeah. He's yeah. just
1: policing with, like, a puppy and a, and a kid <laughs> in a car seat in the back. His kid and a puppy.
0: <laughs> and, this will sell uh, tickets. Yeah. This, uh, so he's. Um, uh, I. The, oh, the, the, what happens? What's the next scene after, um, after the uh, suicide? One of
1: my favorites, the, uh, the, the Christmas tree drug deal.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I love that scene.
3: Also, how fun. Oh, right. Yeah, how fun. Exactly. <laughs> Usually
1: that's where, that's where it goes down, isn't it? Yeah. During Christmas time. Always. Yeah. Always in a tree lot. You never knew. I always saw backdoor deals there. A tree lot get your tree.
2: Yeah.
0: Why and? does anyone ever deal drugs, have a drug deal outdoors? Like mm-hmm. in the middle of the day.
1: <laughs> also misquoting prices. He was like, oh, "I'll give you all this for, uh, let's say." It's like, "No, dude, you have a price in mind when you go in to make this happen." <laughs> yeah, he's like weighing out the. You're, you're not spitballing <laughs> coke numbers, coke street prices.
0: And you I usually have somebody who would vouch for you. I would think at a deal like this. You like, would think like, not just some random. Is all by himself, he doesn't right. have. Where's the snitch? Yes. Right. That he's got the Patsy exactly. Who's, who's making the introduction. The Patsy.
1: Also, how does that happen? They're like, you're looking at this uh, six-foot fir tree? Yeah. I also have seven kilos of coke in that truck, tractor trailer back there, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> I but, got the snow for you. I, got, I, got, <laughs> I know it's in L.A., but. That's, we just need that. I need that. Aesthetically. Um, Anthony Kiedis's dad was the main bad guy in that, that scene.
2: Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's the guy that puts the gun. He's the guy that pulls the gun on, uh, on, on rigs or turns the tables for a minute.
2: Oh, wow. thought that was pretty cool. You know, Red Hot Chili Peppers lead singer's father. There
0: you go. Yeah. Love uh, around this time. I think I was listening to Chili Peppers' Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk. Yeah. Is yeah. that out
2: then?
1: Yeah. Uplift MoFo Party Plan? That was a little bit before peppers. that.
0: Yeah. Early Chili Peppers before they got uh, adult contemporary. Yeah. Who was the. Stadium it? Arcadium. That's right. <laughs> uh, Rick Rubin. Got his his claws into them. I was like, Anthony, you need to start singing more ballads. Yeah.
2: Even though he's not a great singer. And it was known because he was probably on heroin half the time. But
0: They were like, can you be more more heartfelt and introspective? Yeah. And it was like, that's not what we like you guys for.
1: (laughs) Let's see how many songs uh, you can use the word California in. Flea, just play bass from now on, please. You're really good. So we'll have that (laughs) as a backbone. Um, Yeah, so obviously this doesn't really need a synopsis because if you haven't seen Lethal Weapon –
0: What's that, Sammy? You want a synopsis? You've got it. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, uh, it, this is a buddy cop movie, and we've got uh, Riggs, who is a suicidal uh, Vietnam vet yep. who was uh, out there assassinating uh, communists in 1968, and he is part of the narcotics unit. And then we've got Murtaugh, and Murtaugh, played by Danny Glover, he's 50 years old, and he's a family man, and uh, he finds out that his old war buddies um, – daughter has recently committed suicide or been murdered and uh this and then you know Riggs teams up with Murtaugh and they're it's like their first day on the job together and they have to go and try to solve this uh murder or suicide and in doing so they uh find out that uh, the the dad Mm. was um was uh, enmeshed in this international heroin smuggling ring uh, made up of old Air America CIA operatives and mercenaries yep. who are transporting heroin into uh, L.A.
1: Seems like a natural progression career-wise oh, to go from you know murdering sure. small villages of innocent people to sure. just slinging heroin in L.A. This sure.
0: movie was my introduction to Vietnam. Mm, this As was a thing, yeah. Well, you know, the Vietnam Wall came up, and then my dad took me to go uh, check it out in DC. Uh-huh. And the first thing he did was he pointed out all of the uh, Hispanic names, right. Latino names on the wall, and he was like, "Look at all the people that died for this country." And uh, and then he was like, in and here," and then he pointed out a bunch of his buddies that died oh, wow. who were a little bit older. And uh, so we always had this like uh, sort of pacifist I- idea in my house based mm-hmm. on what a waste that war was. Uh, for you know him and his community, sure. hard to argue. Yeah. yeah, and he was just like maybe one year or too young to get drafted or mm, something right. like that. But he, um, so then we're watching this movie, and my dad, he loved action movies, and he's like, "Hey, look, those are bad dudes, man. Those are bad <laughs> dudes. Oh, hey, Phoenix Project, that's heavy." And like, I we didn't have Wikipedia yet, so mm-hmm. I didn't know what the Phoenix Project was, but he was like, "Hey, those were assassins, you know." And then Air America, uh, the uh, was the uh, CIA fronted. Um, Airline that smuggled heroin to uh, to um, what was it raise cash for the Hmong who were fighting in uh, Laos Mm -hmm. around this time. So, and then uh, who's what's that movie? American uh, Gangster.
2: American Gangster, sure. Oh, with uh, Denzel. Denzel and with Denzel. So
0: right. So American Gangster, uh, Lucas. And he goes to Vietnam, right? He goes to Vietnam. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, so all the these Vietnam Vietnam vets, they're all getting hooked on heroin because it's super cheap. In, uh, during the war, and then they're coming back to the States, and they're addicted to heroin. Right. So that created this boom of like you know, uh, crime and uh, uh, drug use totally. all over the country, coupled with the fact that uh, uh, entrepreneurial uh, Vietnam uh, officers or American officers were smuggling heroin oh. in the coffins back to the States. So this all makes sense, and it's prescient. <laughs> and uh, Shane Black, what a great job. Yep. Uh, and, to represent but, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because at the time it seemed uh, I think I think for me it seemed like a fantastical idea mm-hmm. that there that these mercenaries, these former U.S. troops would be doing this. But now I see no, it's a hundred percent
1: real. They yes. had they had the direct pipeline absolutely. Um, this is the, that's the one thing about this movie that I sort of didn't didn't process as a child was like the backdrop sure. was super <laughs> v, you know it was super Vietnam based
3: mm. yeah because
1: this was also the era where. I feel like a ton, a slew of Vietnam movies came out. We have mm-hmm. Hamburger Hill, uh, platoon. platoon came mm-hmm. out this year. Um, Full Metal Jacket, right? You know, and then there, there's so many that I'm forgetting to name. Sure, but it's the aftermath of it, isn't it? Like that Jacob ladder, the guys goes, that were in it coming okay. to age, exactly, getting into Hollywood, mm-hmm. and you know pushing them out. Because I think before there was like Deer Hunter, and then you have that John Voigt one, you know, coming home. Mm. There was a couple that dealt with the you know yeah. situations, but never, you know the on-ground combat. It was more like the, you know, disenfranchisement of a lot of the guys that came home and were treated right. like shit after risking their lives in a fucking jungle fighting someone they shouldn't have ever fought yeah. or had no business <laughs> yep. fighting. Yep. French, again, got the fuck out immediately. Anytime, <laughs> sure. anytime something comes and up. we're
2: there too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> shouldn't have been there in the first Only place. Overstaying our welcome yeah. per usual. Let's use. just uh, go somewhere else and not tip. Yeah. That, that's, such, that's such a great point that I was talking about. Like how, like, that showed like lethal weapons showed the aftermath or what that drug smuggling became from the war. And it's uh, like, as a young, as a young kid, I would n- never have thought about that. I didn't even know what heroin
3: was at the time or whatever it is, right. but just
2: the aftermath and how, you know, deep it got. And, and it also showed PTSD and, and, and just, <laughs> you know, Riggs is going through it. You yeah. Know what I mean, absolutely. like that's, it's, it's subtle, but it's there. And that's, you know, uh, and
1: it, Stuff that, as a youngster, when you watch it, flies right over your head. I don't know how right. many
2: people were that in
1: tune to what was happening within this film to see how smart it actually yeah, was. Mental writing. health and everything. Like, yeah. truly, if
2: you're thinking <laughs> they, about they, it, they, this guy's got his gun in his mouth in his trailer. You know what I mean? Like, they made is...
1: a couple of great jokes in the middle of it when he was talking. He was like, what, the stock market crashed? Seven months later, stock market crashed. You know, And, and then the, when he's talking to the kids outside of the dead uh, prostitute's house and the house explodes... He's like, Why do you have a gun? And he's like, My mom says it's to shoot black people. And they both <laughs> like ha, ha, ha. Yup. <laughs> so like there's like you know, there's little sh- Right. little nuggets I mean, in there. Yeah, this movie's still, so still just problematic.
0: Just like- <laughs> it's still problematic because we are forced to side with the LAPD. Right. <laughs> yeah. You mean while. the
1: KKK West?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, Murtaugh, what are you doing in the LAPD right. <laughs> right now? Why are you in this, Danny Glover? I'm, I'm getting too black for too... this. <laughs> <dude. laughs> That's
2: what it
1: should be. It that should <laughs> have been real, yeah. real funny. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, and, uh, and Murtaugh, what a... So, yeah, so Riggs... Is a uh, PTSD addled, uh, has a gun in his mouth. Constantly. Suicide it's is it's such multiplied. a huge part of this movie. Really is. Without, without, it, without this movie having that heavy handed, like, hey, look, if you know somebody that needs help, right. Uh, right. here's a hotline. <laughs> like, you can reach, like, that Facebook bullshit where this people is, are like, yeah. you can reach out to me if you're feeling sad. Like, <laughs> this don't a- reach out to me. I'm not a qualified therapist. <laughs> yeah. I can't save you. <laughs> I'm just going to ask
1: you very superficial questions like, how do you feel now? Like, It'll be okay, bud.
0: <laughs> like, have you thought about taking a jog? You know, sometimes <laughs> if you, you need to drink jog. more water,
3: if you're depressed,
1: <laughs> this was 87. This was not the uh participation trophy era, yeah. You know what
2: I mean, yeah, there's actually a rap song out now by a guy named Logic, and the title of the song is a suicide hotline number,
0: yeah, oh, Literally. right, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Logic, I mean, DMV.
0: What yep, a bummer maybe. dude I'm not trying to go to the middle school dance and have and like listening. them like right. just recite a suicide hotline number when I'm trying to grind <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not the way to get your first nut off ever. No, it's, <laughs> not, it's not the soundtrack to yeah. you becoming a man yo all. I'm
0: wearing my corduroy
1: jeans <laughs> right. for her pleasure why is the why is CNC music factory not on in the background
2: <laughs> why is yeah. Ushers Yeah not blasting
1: <laughs> generationally different yeah,
2: sad, sanny rap <laughs> sanny <laughs> rap, exactly um, um, Yeah, and, Riggs uh, needed a bit of that at the time so
0: he is uh, – but, but he is – so he's reckless. He doesn't care about his life, and that uh, makes him a fantastic cop. And
2: it's also a very good watch because obviously the, 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 the viewer loves somebody who doesn't give anything about their life.
0: And then to contrast with that, we cut to Danny Glover's Murtaugh on his 50th birthday. Yes. Soaking in the tub. I know, yes. I know you want to talk about this. I can't get enough of this scene. <laughs> yeah. How unnatural. Why is a man taking a bath before he goes to work? Midday, right? Midday. <laughs> or, just, or just in general. Just, yeah. Like, his kids are getting ready to go to school. They right? could have went to
2: the bathroom. Maybe. So
0: Right. So he's. So do they have two, three bathrooms in this house? <laughs> and then also, whenever I draw a bath, because I do, you, you know, your boy over here, he likes some Epsom salts. Of course. You know, I put the moochie diffuser oils. on. I pour some peppermint in the in the bathtub yep. I don't care I'll get I get crazy with candles it candles too or not but it t- oh dude there yes sir there it is <laughs> yes sir and uh, I got a dimmer on my light oh dude so setting the mood I am setting the mood I'm putting on smooth operator it's all Sade <laughs> yeah, I'm right. in the bathtub and uh, I get a glass of ice water too because I put I get the water really hot so uh-huh. I break a sweat in there but then I like to cool off you on gotta like cool out did we bring water. this up
1: just so you can walk us through your bath, your, your bubble bath routine
0: <laughs> Bubbles. Of course I'm going to have bubbles. (laughs) Got to be
2: bubbles. (laughs) Dude. Like over a mountain. Too many bubbles. though. Yeah, Yeah,
0: crazy flamboyant for the crowd's enjoyment. It's going to look like a Big Daddy Kane rap video. There it is. You
2: got your chains on, (laughs) too, while you're in there. Dude, yes, sir.
0: My chains don't rust. (laughs) Those (laughs) are (laughs) bubble-proof. So I'm in the the bathtub with the Mr. Bubbles. But the thing is, is you got to have the tub that has to have time to cool down as well. So Mm -hmm. in the morning, he's waking up at the crack of dawn with the roosters crowing, and he's Got the hot water. He lets it cool down. Then he gets in the tub to soak, and his whole family comes in. He's got no bubbles. Yep, that means his little soldiers just floating to the just just periscoping, (laughs) popping out of the water. It's a very close family.
1: (laughs) You're too close, man. Yeah, we love
2: Daddy here. (laughs)
0: Love him a lot, Daddy.
2: It's something we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Is, was this time also when he was getting ready to retire?
0: Not yet. I think that's probably part of the like Was two. that no, in the
2: sequel? Okay. It, it was his birthday. And that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. They had to escalate the, the age. The age. Yeah. Okay. He, get, he
0: is or. getting too old for this. Right. Though, yeah. Like 50. Yeah. Sure.
2: I mean, he's already in a bath at 10, 10 a.m., so obviously <laughs> his body needs a...
0: See, you're, you guys are putting it too late. I think he's in the bath at like 7 a.m. Because his kids are going
1: to school. Are they going but to school? The... I didn't even put like a timeline together yeah. in my head that one. I know Dude. the sun was out. He the comes. Out. made that yeah. shit weird.
0: He comes down the stairs in a sweater vest with an ugly tie on. Oh, and right. his, his daughter's friends are going upstairs with bacon in their hands. And he right. snatches the bacon out of their hands. He's like, oh, bacon for me? Okay. Daddy gets a big piece of
1: bacon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, right, there's 50 Here's a quick question future parents uh, would you want a hot daughter or an unattractive daughter I thought about that
2: I, I have, I, I'd I, want an unattractive scientist daughter yeah
0: mm-hmm. STEM my girl's gotta be deep in STEM mm-hmm. totally totally like in a lab mm-hmm. never on a pole Le- <laughs> <laughs> any late, kind of pole late bloomer right
2: totally introvert mm-hmm.
1: it's
3: scientist like in
2: 28, 29 she starts coming around yeah, yeah. sure yeah.
0: she's on Christian Mingle <laughs>
2: Or date. I don't know, whoever I marry. Yeah. It, mm. So who's she
0: <laughs> You're out here, man. You're just Oh yeah, my girlfriend's Jewish though.
2: So... <laughs> sure. Yeah, she's gonna be half Jewish.
0: Uh-huh. Might well, be if your girlfriend's you. Jewish and you got kids, Quarter. then she's, she's full full blown Jewish. Jewish. Right. And she gets to go on the birthright trips. Yeah. yeah.
2: She's she's taking it to the what is it, the Mecca or whatever it's called? Oh, I get those texts. Uh, Did anybody else get those texts like, Hey, your 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 birthright trip is is now up. Time to Time to come to Jerusalem. I
1: have, I have definitely not gotten that. I've, I've
2: gotten, I'm like, how did? Why are you getting that? I'm not sure. How Why are you, you guessing me? that I'm Jewish? No, were they you probably on, just know Hannah's Jewish. I, I, like, oh, yeah.
0: Maybe, Bring your girl. did you find her on J-Date? Um, because maybe if you signed up for that, The bar that I was at like where I met girls.
2: her it was not J-Date. No, it was... Uh...
0: <laughs> you um, were in an ultra-Orthodox Jewish bar. <laughs> kind of. Kind of, really <laughs> Yeah I mean
1: There was like Five Goes it.
0: West Music playing in the background
1: Or the lobby bar At the F- Frankfurt
2: airport
0: <laughs> Where did you meet her? Uh, at a bar in Brooklyn um, mm-hmm. Actually,
2: this is where I met Sammy as well Right Yeah, so A lot of, uh, a lot of close people with Sammy me I met At this, this, uh, this holy spot Nice yeah. yeah The mecca The mecca Of Brooklyn of Brooklyn. Brooklyn hookup bars <laughs> 22 floors in the air um,
1: A lot of good foundations
0: not a good foundation. It's totally, yeah. Um, well, uh,
1: so bubble bath aside, talk to me. They become embroiled in, in a greater conspiracy for a mercenary vigilante group, like you were saying, mm-hmm. that's transport trafficking drugs from the Pacific Rim, Southeast Asia, into L.A. Yeah.
0: Uncovering a big. Uh, I mean, is it covert ops? Well, I don't think they're doing it for the for the government anymore, right? Right. It, they're not raising money, pro, yeah, for the for pro the CIA covert
1: capitalism.
0: Sure, not like the um, not like the CIA was currently doing at this time. Uh, if you studied the Iran Contra affair, because <laughs> the CIA was flooding the oh, streets yeah. of South Central with cocaine 100%. at this time to raise money uh, for the Nicaraguan um, Contras to fight the leftist Sandinista government. Run or as they him. like to call them, gorillas Sure, sure Well, the, the Sandinistas were in charge at that time Right So, the, yeah, the gorillas, the Contras And uh, so that's real and, Oh, um, it's really real mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah And, uh, yeah, our government loves us And only has our best interests in mind so,
1: Yeah, especially the CIA <laughs> they've, been, they've been picking up packages and moving bags longer than anybody out here <laughs> <sighs> Tabletopping. Table <sighs> topping
0: well the best uh, of us. Riggs and Murdah they hang they meet in the office and it's a pretty cute scene because Murdah pulls uh Riggs pulls out his gun and just starts brandishing it in an office, which is totally normal and right, safe. Right. And uh and uh Murtaugh tries to save everybody in the office, screams out gun, tackles Riggs. Yep and they're like, Hey, guess what? This is your new partner. Oh
1: he gets he didn't even tackle him, he gets flipped. <laughs> he gets judo flipped onto his back. That's the first uh, I'm getting too old for this. I'm getting I'm too old for this. Just
2: shit. such a lovely intro for them Just. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you're like really cute, really. Yeah. This is warm in my heart. Right. These guys are going to be best friends.
0: They compare guns. <laughs> right. You yep. know, that's where I find out about the Beretta versus the six shooter that sure. Murtaugh has. Very buddy buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some just good scenes. There's mm-hmm. some real. I mean, that's realism too, though. Really? Like the fact that they're talking about the types of guns they're using yeah. rather than uh, like today that, you know, you just have action heroes pick up an assault rifle. Right.
1: <laughs> you got no yeah. background. All of a sudden you can shoot fucking lights out in <laughs> a video game. <laughs> Well, these are uh, – another thing that sets up, it's like these are ex-military guys, so that's kind of how they find common ground amongst each other anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. I like the shooting range.
0: They go off to uh, – they go off. There's a, a suicide jumper. A lot of jumping in this movie. Right. This guy's trying to jump off a building, and uh, uh, Riggs oh, goes up there to scene. talk him down. Yeah. Great scene. Sure.
2: Yep. You want to jump? What? I controlled the
0: jump. Yeah. You
2: know? <laughs>
1: so,
0: which is the most important thing. Well,
1: so the girl in the opening scene, obviously, she didn't – she wasn't killing herself. I don't think I think she was she wanted to fly right yeah she was off the off the speedball off off the, 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 the tainted drugs right. the but, hot
0: the hot package mm-hmm. and the, but we find out that the the hot package through speculation uh, on the part of Riggs and Martel, we find out that she had been uh, late, her, her drugs had been laced by the other right. prostitute yeah the other yeah. sex worker down there, Trixie right. And then we were asking why. So uh, Riggs and Murtaugh go and try to find her. I guess boyfriend slash pimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, somebody. Mm-hmm. And he is a a pornographic filmmaker right. who's got a really nice house in like the Hollywood Hills That's or something. Right? Do of course. So they go up to his place. Uh, uh, not only uh, what a f- suspicious thing to do, but all of his prostitutes are be- and porn stars are packaging coke
1: yeah. right in mm-hmm. lingerie. And, yeah,
0: <laughs> totally normal. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, this is uh, fantastic sh- Shane Black writing. Very cinematic. It feels like I'm in a rap video. Right. Yeah. Like,
1: like I- an iced tea video. Specifically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Home oh yeah. style.
0: Um, and then we get another realistic action scene that made me uh, – I think this was the scariest thing for me because my grandma had a swimming pool. Yes. And there's a shootout right by the pool. And then the guy gets shot and falls into the pool cover. The plastic
2: of yeah, the cover.
0: And this was one of those things. Those plastic pool covers like, were murdering kids left and right Oh, meetings. yeah.
2: <laughs> this it, was, it gives me anxiety thinking about it, honestly, because, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, this is a huge warning. Like, uh, like I just remember uh, hearing this in the news all the time. You another know, I, boy, yeah, another, another girl. Another boy, another girl. Yeah. They were like, where's Jimmy? You know, where's Susie? And then everybody <laughs> leaves Jake, the barbecue, right? and then they look at the pool, and underneath that that smooth surface of the cover is a shadowy lump. Jesus, Sad. Loading. <laughs> Bobbing up and down.
2: Tragedy Like Jefferson's Barbecue yes.
0: uh-huh. Those plastic yeah.
2: covers were not safe. They
0: were scared. They scared the bejesus out of us what are they, kids.
1: What do they keep out of the pool? A like leaf leaves? or two? Yeah. They're like, just, they're, like, they're like shark nets for kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Good lord.
1: Yeah. My favorite bonding scene, or one of my favorite scenes in this movie, if we want to talk about scenes for a second. Sure. Um, I really like the dinner scene the rapping dinner scene kind of less the rapping part cuz i thought that was kind of
0: dumb they yeah. had that flintstones uh fruity pebbles right type rap
3: mm. going i just like on. the
1: conversation at, uh, on the boat and yeah. then after the boat yeah i just thought that was such good acting and like boys really on a boat
2: just made people just
1: made you like these
2: guys that boat was right outside the house right wasn't it the house. yeah, yeah. It wasn't, in, the, in the driveway it was in the driveway yeah, yeah. that, was, to like give
0: the, clarity. that yeah. was like the that uh, was like the no girls allowed treehouse right. right. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah was. and they're, they're only never, drinking
2: scotch up there men never outgrow that
0: <laughs> I That's think everybody sure. should just
2: have a boat outside the house.
1: Yeah, Never mentally. take it to the marina. Yeah. I don't actually
0: need to be on the water. I just want to be yeah. in a boat.
1: In a boat. Away from other people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, they sh- can't see us We're I'm in the boat. Drinking right. scotch. Yeah. That's all. I don't know. For some reason, all I could think about is drinking scotch on a boat. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not drinking anything else. I got you. Small batch. Small mm-hmm. batch. I need yeah. that.
2: Roses or
1: whatever. Four roses. Super aged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys want to talk about some of your favorite scenes, uh?
0: Yeah, let's where, see here. Where,
2: where did Gary, like Gary Busey, Joshua,
3: right? Joshua. Joshua?
2: What I can't. So I, I saw. I remember watching the movie probably a year or two ago. It was the
0: last time I pre motorcycle accident. Gary Busey too. So he had his whole brain was functioning. <laughs> yes, you could see there was, there was like a glimmer in his <laughs> yeah. eye. He looked, he looked there.
2: He was he was all right. He was still probably on a ton of drugs at the time. Yeah, yeah. That's what Gary Busey did right, but I can't remember exactly where. What scene he came into the movie at?
0: Well, this is a, actually an amazing um, introduction to Joshua. We've got a slimy uh, club owner, I guess, who is uh, oh, Espinosa. Right the
2: club. Yes, yep.
0: So we're at a club, and the the basement of the club is the headquarters for this gang of mercenaries. Yep. But upstairs they've got like new wave glam rock bands who are like rehearsing and being yelled at by their sleazy club owner. And uh, Gary Busey is is telling the the owner that the the shipment will arrive soon. And the club owner, for some reason, thinks Gary Busey is a sociopath. Like right off the bat, he's like, "He's like, I don't understand. You're crazy." And uh, and he tells the colonel, "Like, why you got these mercs working for you? Like, you mean yeah, you mean uh, criminals for hire? Like that is yeah, that's what you have mercenaries. Anybody with a gun that you're paying to, you know, uh, protect your heroin is a mercenary. (laughs) Pretty much.
1: Also, you're a nightclub owner. Don't pretend like you don't know
3: about this. Exactly. What? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So Joshua shows up, and then uh, the colonel. Uh, gives, makes him do this test where he's like, give me your lighter. And then That's right. He, and, he, he and he lights Joshua's... His arm. Uh, arm on fire. Yeah. Right? yeah. And he's just taking it. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it.
3: Yeah, They did just a good job of
2: uh, making him tough.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he had Endo look at it. And Endo is, I believe, the uh, Chinese guy who is in every action movie from the 80s. Endo. Definitely
1: a Big Trouble in Little China.
0: One of my favorite unsung heroes of cinema because you know even right now i've i'm having a problem because i need to uh pull up his name mm-hmm. but he's like he's in everything big trouble in little china he's in die hard right. he isn't die hard he's Why like he's like so the little. asian uh danny trejo you know <laughs> <laughs> he's so the old machete cool.
2: the asian machete That's exactly yeah.
0: who he is <laughs> he's he's such an amazing um character actor and i and i would love i hope he's to uh yeah al leong he yeah. plays Endo. And Al Leong, man. So I, we should do a podcast that's just devoted to all of his cameos.
1: Sure. Yeah. He deserves it. And that hairstyle. and that He must have gotten so sick of the, rocking that, that goatee and the hair.
2: Oh, the goatee. It's
1: just a... That was a perfect goatee.
0: Yeah. He's I mean... in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's right. Genghis. Is he Genghis As, Khan? Of course. He is Genghis Khan. He's in Rapid Fire. Sure. Uh, he's in The Last Action Hero. He's in Action Jackson.
2: Action Jackson.
0: Yeah it's like so a Carl
1: Weathers banger For everyone else out there
0: uh, Dolph Lundgren's Army of One Alrighty And Double Dragon Double
1: Dragon was a movie I can't I <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren
0: Yeah <laughs> So Dolph Lundgren could not have played Riggs in this movie No But you know who could have played Riggs in this movie? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton played oh, okay. like, They went out to
1: Harrison Ford, they went out to a lot. Yeah, of
2: I was people. wondering who did, who did they kind of think about It's for... a, it's like
1: a laundry list of Is it? people in the 80s. Yeah. and just the, the amount of people attached to or looked out for in this film, like who they wanted casting-wise, so many different people. Yeah. Why Brian Dennehy for Danny Glover's character.
0: Wow, I could see that too. He, I but really. he was in he just said he
1: he turned it down because he was in Rambo playing the exact, you know, a similar, a similar character. character. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, you know, uh, I think that – so there's a couple sort of aesthetic things that that come together in this movie. And one is that Mel Gibson is really funny. Yeah, he, he is. Great com- timing. Yeah, he's got chops. And it reminded me – he fits into like the zeitgeist of uh, 80s uh, stand-up comedy uh, rhythms. And mm-hmm. that's why I thought like um, – like uh, Michael Keaton could have played this character sure. too Because like, they're doing the kind of the similar thing With their like manic one line energy yeah. mm-hmm. And uh, like a young Tom Hanks mm-hmm. Could not have done this Because he doesn't come off as a killer I agree But It's that face He yeah. has that similar <laughs> manic comic uh, delivery Right And uh, so I was like Oh, this is like This is a, of the time Like it really is of the 80s Now,
1: do you think that Most of those 80s comedians Were obviously coming up You know, in their Late twenties, thirties, even forties. Yeah, had to have been, in, been completely influenced by the Three Stooges. Yeah, and so was Mel Gibson. So that comedic rapid fire knack, knack, <laughs> timing, <laughs> like that, seems to be. Yeah, I mean, sort it's like a.
0: It's definitely possible, right? It, 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 but it, he does, he does feel like oh, the, the, he he's got that uh, comic strip, like comedy store cadence. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, and uh, and then so we've got that mashed up with. I feel like Danny Glover and his whole family are the Cosby Show, Mm. like because around this time the Cosby Show was a huge number one show on TV. So when they're pitching this, they might have been thinking, okay, what if we take a suicidal Vietnam vet, yes, and we take a the meets the Cosby Show Mm -hmm. dad, yeah, mm -hmm. and then but they're both LAPD officers, right? fantastic. It's genius. You know?
1: Because they said Shane Black actually wrote the the role of Murtaugh with no ethnicity in mind. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: And and then I think Danny Glover, maybe it was Danny Glover's choice, but he has a very like Cosby show put upon dad. It's like Cliff Huxtable with a gun. Yeah. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He actually, yeah, that's Unless, you know? like, uh, care, uh, yeah.
0: Like, oh, uh, look at oh, my wife, uh, she's burning the food. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, here yeah. we go. Bumbling around is <laughs> Christmas. Come on in and hang out with me. I and need the... my pudding in my gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, our dog our dog is upset now. Or, no, our cat is Yo, upset because yeah. you brought the dog in. <laughs> we got.
2: Just, my... just, just a well put together black family. Right. You yeah. Know what I mean, that was Keep... – Kind of rare. Kids. Yeah, exactly. But you're going to put it on TV. Sure, sure.
0: Oh, you. oh you're, going, you're taking my daughter out to prom. Oh. Huh? Okay, well, who's you, who are you going to prom with? You're going with the the weird blonde boy with the dimple face? He got the he got the in pits his in his face. Yeah, pits in his face. That's right. And I was like,
1: this is the so. The old blue eyes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: she what? Was, the
1: daughter was 25 in the film. Uh, in real life. In real life, yeah. yeah. So that was interesting to think. And she she's supposed was supposed to be in high school? Yeah, she's five years younger than she was, She was very attractive. She was not, yeah, not, yeah. not, 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 not rough on the eyes. No. No.
2: Yeah. I whatever. He saw there were three kids. He had a, he had a son. Yeah. He did. And then he had a, a and young the young daughter. daughter. Yeah. the rapping daughter. The Theo, a Rudy. Rudy, and Rudy. yeah. yeah. And
1: Sabrina <laughs> LaBeouf. What was her name? Yeah. LaBeouf. <laughs>
2: and, the one that uh, never laughed. Tough. Really tough.
3: <laughs>
2: Cliff Huxbowl. Imagine that was... Bill Cosby instead of Danny Glover.
0: Oh, my God. Imagine,
2: imagine Bill Cosby in an action movie.
0: He was in I Spy. That's right. So he started his his uh, TV career in in action. That's films. right. He did, right? And he was in uh, Leonard Part 6, right. which is a terrible spy-like spoof movie. Of which cover. there were no Parts 1 through 5,
1: just in case it just noticed, went straight it was to 6. Leonard I mean,
0: it's six. really painful to watch. Uh, there's, like, clips of it on YouTube. It's, Never like, tried. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think I did. I rented it when I was little. Oh sure, and I and it made me sad. <laughs> that was the opposite effect of what they were going for. So <laughs> that a, yeah, that movie uh, and Hook made me sad. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hook. Yo, there's the callback that everybody's been thirsting right. for. Right, it's been about it. Been about two
1: months since we've mentioned Hook. Yeah, and how Gabe how it affected Gabe negatively. I hate that movie.
0: You hate Hook. Yeah, I can't get. I just, yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe
1: such a polarizing topic. I love it. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, it's trash. Do you feel the same way? I never saw it because oh, uh, Dustin Hoffman's character creeped me out. Oh, He's yeah. the it saving grace it. of that movie. Yeah, crazy. he is. I mean, I'm sure he is.
2: Now that I'm older, it, it's a bit creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit creepy. But what? I loved it as a kid. I, you did. Oh, I think it's yeah. a
1: generational thing. Because so I think we were, we were, we're older, so I think mm. it was different for us. Because it was we would outgrown the the kids' movies at that the time it came out I think yeah and then for the younger people everyone in their twenties now loves mm. that movie yeah I I I, do. <laughs> I never watched it. Oh, God. it it fucking really rattled <laughs> game. one of the worst really dates I went on. I went on a date
0: not recently but recently enough and, and the my uh, the the lady wanted to watch hook and I was like sat with her and watch. I mean it You're was like, like watching <laughs> schindler's list on a date it was the worst experience
3: you like, get
0: out <laughs> this yeah.
2: is not romance at all I, I was like hard pass like where's my eject button
0: <laughs>
2: oh god um what a boner killer that movie is. <laughs> I'm going to go home today and watch Hogan. Oh, God.
0: No, I'm yeah. actually definitely going to watch I mean, if, I, if somebody put that on right now, I'd feel like Riggs. I'd put a gun in my mouth and just have <laughs> just to come up crying. with a reason not to pull the trigger.
2: Pounding um, whiskey.
1: So they uncover this massive uh, drug ring led by ex-mercenaries. Yeah. They figure out that Riggs and Murtar are ex-military as well, that Riggs is too close. They kill Hun- with whose daughter died and was kind of the bank front... For the yeah. drug ring
0: My man uh, Hutsecker lo- Loves drinking eggnog yeah, yeah Out of the carton Yeah, yeah Just eggnog. warm eggnog warm It's eggnog. not even in <laughs> a Yeah, yeah It's just, not you, in you, a fridge I don't think or you're anything a, you're
2: supposed to do that
1: No Yeah I don't think you're actually supposed to drink eggnog in general. <laughs> in general Just
0: in the sun Like I don't think you're supposed to drink it during the daytime Right
1: Milk was a bad <laughs> choice They should have showed Danny Clever drinking eggnog in a tub at 9am <laughs> Yeah On a Saturday mm. On a Tuesday Sorry That would have made it worse So they uncovered the drug ring Yep Figure everything out.
0: Yeah, and they do this or... all in two days. This whole movie takes Which place is, over. Yeah, it's and not. Over. Yeah, but
1: that's why I love the pacing of this film. Like it, it just it moves well.
0: Yeah, like it's not. It's uh it, it, the the intimacy that they reach as buddies mm. in two days. Like like they they
2: get cl- they're they're brothers at the end of it. Yeah.
0: And there's no nobody naps. There's no sleeping in this movie. Oh yeah yeah. There, want, oh, there was uh, ten seconds of sleeping. <laughs> yeah, Danny
1: Glover with the cat on his chest. Mm. He, he got a, a catnap. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> that's the literal definition.
0: <laughs> and uh yeah they the so the um the mercenaries they they uh kill uh the 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 ma- hutsucker is not his name, but we know who he is yeah kannaker uh, yeah they, <laughs> hermione right they uh they <laughs> they take a helicopter and they shoot him on on his amazing house right on the coast mm-hmm. yeah and right after that, uh, then Riggs goes searching uh, for prostitu- searching for leads from a prostitute mm-hmm. uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. They shoot him in the chest, but he's wearing his bulletproof vest. Yep. And this is where it's like a little bit more nuanced than most action movies because now Riggs says, hey, let's tell everybody that I'm dead, and yes. which will give – some str- there's some strategy. There's some art of war. There's some deception. I like, I it. like all that. Some Vietnam moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Some Phoenix Project. Yes, moves. exactly. Counterinsurgency. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he's like, oh, no, "I'm now. I'm going to use my uh, like secretive assassin skills." Yeah. And uh, uh, Glover, you go and you meet the uh, the mercenaries in the in the desert because his what, his daughter gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So sad. Mm-hmm. And they got to meet at the dry lake in Victorville. Yeah.
1: Where is that? Just the desert.
0: What a great uh, set piece. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Anywhere. Yeah. I, it reminded me of Seven. Mm-hmm. Yes. The desert and Seven. Yeah.
0: And what I like, uh, the realism about this is in the same way that they talk about these clunky guns that they use. Like all the vehicles in this movie are clunky too. Mm-hmm. Like when they get to Victorville, it's like a you know a paneled station wagon. A paneled station wagon. That's right. <laughs>
1: that they're driving a
0: Pontiac. That's right. It's just like <laughs> Jalopies. Yeah, yeah, like normcore. Yep. uh Action. Nowadays you know?
2: it would have been like Maserati right. or some kind of you know. Or what just mean? Like yeah. Some, yeah. Like or look how at how does my, this guy afford this car? Right. Like I remember Bad Boys, like Will Smith had like a Ferrari, but he's just like a regular cop. Yeah, right? I'm like, oh, you're a crooked cop. Exactly. You're Where like you one of
0: those rampart. Uh, like cocaine cops, yeah. Like you're, what's you're... up, Training Day? <laughs> this
1: was the first. Uh, by the way, that po- the Pontiac scene reminds me. This was the first shot of a cell phone. The first cell phone came out that year, and uh, oh, the big one. Yeah, and berta 's on it. Yeah. Um. So I did a little researching at that point. It was it cost fifty cents a minute to use, which is back then was. A, I mean, think about that. Sure. Uh, it's a lot. Like five bucks. A buck fifty service fee
2: a month service! What are you service?
1: Like what what do you? Need? Or just like just to have it set up and to, to be able to use it.
2: And did it come in the car? I think initially they had
1: car phones, and then they kind and of upgraded was... to a boombox with a phone attached. Right,
2: to it. exactly. You carry it around right.
0: like a briefcase, and would take
2: the call. That's right. Yeah, nothing could be that important.
0: Mm. No, it's the, it sounds terrible. I mean, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. The so old, the top eighties shit. <laughs> so this is a cool scene. In uh, I like if you're asking about like kind of favorite scenes. Yeah. Um, in terms of action, this is like a the desert scene. The desert scene, fantastic. Sure, it's yeah. Climax. Mel's out there, just like headshot, headshot, headshot. Killing. He has a sniper,
2: doesn't he? Have a sniper? Like he's a big he's, gun. So he's sniped up. Yeah, he has a fifty yeah. caliber sniper rifle. Yeah, and I'm he's assuming. laying, he's laying out, and he's scoping yeah. everything, just waiting. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, I'm, I'm amazed at how many mercenaries there were because he of them. killed yeah. at least six. Yeah. during right. that scene, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then, but ultimately they fail because that the helicopter catches up with the with um Murtaugh's daughter when that's she's right. like running off in the limo. That's right. And they take all of them to get tortured, yep. which is another fun scene. Of course, right. every Water torture, torture. torture. and yeah. Endo's back. Yeah. Endo, yeah. Shout outs to Endo right. out here just <laughs> electrocuting a wet ri- uh rigs. It was that's, rigs, one those, right?
1: that's one of those scenes that stuck in my head too from when I was a kid. I always remember that. The two scenes I remember is the girl jumping off the uh Building yeah. and the electrocution scene. Yeah, the wet sponge.
2: He's in a chair, right? He's, well,
1: he's
0: sitting
2: in a chair. Murtaugh is Murtaugh's,
1: Murtaugh's in a chair, in chair,
0: and they're rubbing salt, the salt in his, his wounds. wounds. That's
2: right. And and Riggs is hanging up. Yeah. Yep. Yes.
0: Just dripping wet. Dripping
2: yeah. wet. How do you get that wet though? They had buckets a, of water. I think, they, or? I think they
0: wetted him. Yeah. They had it was a, a shower. They right. had a little like a pipe above his head. Oh, it that's was dripping right. water mm. And which all, which matters because that's going to make the uh, shocks right worse. Right.
2: Right. So he needed that.
0: Yeah, you mm-hmm. needed to give him nice and uh, lubed up. Nice
2: and lubed up, yeah, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. course for the electricity.
0: And uh, yeah, and so so this scene is great, and you know maybe it's some uh, maybe it's some uh, what is it? Uh, uh, good karma getting paid back to him for being part of the Phoenix program.
2: Yeah, there you go. A you, you little taste <laughs> of your own medicine. There you go, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's how I look at it. And sure. he uh but he gets out, he breaks Endo's neck.
2: He he puts his legs up on him, right? He gets his <laughs> legs up onto his neck and, and gives him a, a quick yeah.
0: snap. Big, big old snap, snappy yeah. snap.
2: Of course. Uh how a true action star could do. Right?
0: Hops off barefoot, yep. uh chest exposed. Yep. Uh breaks into the room where Murtaugh's being held, kills everybody and how uh How does he
2: kill like, I can't how does he is, no, is he doesn't it? have a weapon? Does he have a weapon? I think he does. Yeah, does he have a gun? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. And then, uh, but it doesn't matter. He's you, he yeah, he knows ninja. Sk- he's got ninja skills. Yeah,
1: interesting. Because I have no idea how he killed him. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> because if he was chained <laughs> up and wet. And, and <laughs> I just, I
2: was <laughs> where, where? was the? I guess it's just the he's Phoenix just, program
0: training yeah, techniques. the
2: necks with his hands,
1: left yeah. and right.
0: He's out there. All these mercenaries are just like middle-aged men. They all look like Sopranos extras. They're yeah, just like, kind of. Yeah, they're like gray-haired. Oh yeah, like mustached. Uh,
2: he, he killed a lot of guys in this movie. Did. Yeah. Like at least a dozen, mm-hmm.
0: all two old dozen. white guys. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So ex-CIA spooks. <laughs> oh well. And uh, who cares? Fuck those guys. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then he says, "What? What did one sheep, uh, what did one shepherd say to the other? Let's get the flock out of here."
1: <laughs> I fucking missed that. Really?
0: Yeah, that was one of my favorite <laughs> jokes when I was little watching this movie, get and I was like, oh, "He said." Lock and after all this torturing lock. he has the, yeah, the so, capacity yeah. to, to bring Whip, jokes of it <laughs> yeah. yo mad zany <laughs> <laughs> maybe you know the maybe lock. that was punch-up too maybe that wasn't shane black but like whoever the rewrite doctor was like oh this scene is too dark yeah let's add <laughs> let's another <get> one little <laughs> yeah let's get
2: don rickles on here yeah. <laughs> <a quick punch laughs> up rewrite. it wasn't improv he didn't just think of that on the, no. on the spot
1: I mean, he had another good line when he was talking about... If you remember the guy's face, what he looked like, he was talking about Joshua, and he goes, yeah, he's like, are you sure it's him? And he's like, yeah, I never forget an asshole.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: That's good. Which I liked.
0: Yeah. Uh, the um, there. So there are parts of this movie that don't make sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. I know that Riggs is an expert. He's a crack shot. But he is still, especially now in the era of mass shootings, he is so reckless with his weapons. Mm. Like, they hop out. They're, they get back into the club after this Mm -hmm. and it's it's like that scene from terminator one at a tech noir yeah where like he's just shooting uh at all of the um mercenaries in the in this packed club yeah and i'm like what Like, don't know yeah there's no you don't start a live fire if you're a hero you don't start a live firefight yeah uh with so many civilians at a nightclub in in a nightclub
1: watch watch scarface and learn why you don't do that and then oh, they run they,
0: then they run outside and the the gunfight continues on the streets of LA yeah. mm-hmm. like we're in heat at this point right. yeah. and <laughs> and it's like no man you don't take an assault rifle and like shoot up uh, just random you don't shoot into like a packed highway
2: yes that's his, his PTSD. that's the, that's his trauma Uh, showing up because he doesn't really care. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: He also just really wants to kill Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: even if he did, at the end of the day, kill Joshua, that's the cop that doesn't get to keep his badge. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Lieutenant's like, I need your gun, Riggs.
0: I mean, we're going
1: to, you know, again, a little bit of suspension of disbelief here, but... It's okay. Oh, yeah. A little movie magic. Hollywood baby. Sure. Right?
0: Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it just promotes that ideology that cops are allowed to do stuff that they should be allowed to do stuff. I mean, isn't like that, that why I you become do. a
1: cop? <laughs> or because like, you got beat up a lot when you were a kid?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I just like how it feels when the bullets come out. Because I was bullied a lot. <laughs> Sense of power. That's what it is. And uh, Riggs is really good at running after cars and catching up with them full speed. Was <laughs> he like, barefoot again in this one? <laughs> Wet. <laughs> I had to. I had to go back and rewatch that scene to, yeah. to see when he put his clothes back on because mm-hmm. he enters the room. He he uh, frees Murton, He's barefoot and right. uh, and shirtless. Right. But Did then somebody right take his end?
2: shirt off before he got tortured and hung it up on a on a hanger. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for later. Yeah. It steamed <laughs> it up.
2: Whenever you're done here, just throw your shirt back on. And, like, you know,
0: if you're going to kill this guy right afterwards, you don't put, neatly fold their clothes and put their shoes <laughs> next to their it. shirt. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Literally stack here like at a five-star hotel. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that shit gets
0: thrown the in the garbage Put it in a cubby for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your torture cubby. Yeah, torture cubby. If you do make it out, closer, here, the clothes are right to get folded for you on the side. We plan
2: on killing you. But, you, but if you do...
0: So, Joshua has a lot, he loses everybody. Um, you know, there's m- multiple explosions throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Murtaugh has his revenge against the general, which is the, basically could be the end of the movie because the general's the, the heavy, he's the mm-hmm. real villain. Yeah. And with his death, that's the end of the heroin ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Joshua is on his right own. Now. Yeah, yeah. Well, what a dummy. Don't ever have uh, live grenades in your car. Exactly. If you're going up against these two LAPD cops, noted.
3: Fun. So,
0: <laughs> Joshua he he instead of driving to Baja California like I would to get the fuck out of town. Now that all my friends are dead, yeah, uh, he decides to drive to Murtaugh's house to go uh, exact a uh, vengeance on Murtaugh's family. Yeah. and and these guys know they've anticipated that that's where he's going. Yeah. so they they get the family out of the somehow they get there first. Yes. How did they get there first? Who knows? Maybe they have a helicopter. The Pontiac? I don't know. Yeah. The Pontiacs but, are fast. Mm-hmm. But they jetpack to uh, to Murtaugh's house, and they, they put a little note on the Christmas tree. So when Joshua shows up, it's like, dear bad guys, uh, we're here, dummy. The good guys are going to get you. Yep. Us. Sign the good guys. Yep. And uh, then uh, Murtaugh decides to um, send a police cruiser through his own living room. That's right. Uh, crashing into the Christmas tree. That's right. And this is some of that typical 80s comedy anarchy. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like very Blues Brother, like, uh, like <laughs> just mayhem for, mayhem, yeah. mayhem for mayhem's sake. <laughs> uh, and then there's like a big fight out front with like, with like a fire hydrant squirting water. People are wet yes. now. Yes, I mean, yeah, it
2: happens quite a bit in this movie, does not it? Yeah, yeah. Pool, torture,
1: uh, outside the house. People
0: are jumping out of things or getting wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not smoking PCP yeah. wet, but not like, dust wet. Yeah, just wet wet, just mad moist. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never thought of Gary Busey as a like a heavy street fighter. Sure. So even even at the time when I saw this as a kid, I was like, that guy is not, you know, that's not the that heavy. He doesn't he have that... he doesn't have the, the hook. He doesn't the haymaker.
1: But he is a big dude, and he has a real creepy albino essence to he's it. He's got a big jaw as he well, does. like really square. And he looks <laughs> tough enough. They cast him based on his size. Yeah. yeah. So apparently he's big. Sure. I can't
0: tell. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, I mean he did seem lumbery. Right. You yeah. You know, but I but I guess um I'm wondering if there were other uh actors who would have who could have played more menace. Like a Rudger Hauer to me <laughs> yeah, would have played been... a lot more menace. Right. You know like Hitcher like... era Rudger. Yeah. Hauer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because he's got that sociopathic energy. Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Roy Batty in Blade Runner, right? He, like he's so he has that physicality. Like mm-hmm. I could, you watch him kick the shit out of Harrison Ford and believe it, right? So that's kind of like a guy who I would have seen maybe play this role better. Yeah. they
1: wanted Ridley Scott for 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 this film, by the way, and to direct it. Yeah, and Ridley Scott liked the film. He thought it was a good concept, like the script, or at least Shane Black's script, but had uh, massive trouble. With Warner Brothers, they didn't get along based on Blade Runner, so Mm. he decided to not not get with the project at all. Who did
2: direct this this movie?
0: Donner. Donner. Richard Donner. Richard Donner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, you know who... uh, The other Scott would have done a great job with this, too. Tony Scott. Tony Scott would have rocked with this movie. They worked together,
1: you know, very shortly after. Mm. Oh,
0: what? For The uh, Last Boy Scout? Yep.
3: Oh. Great
1: fucking movie. This movie... Also re-sort of ignited my thought process based on action movies and which ones – like how many good ones there actually were. Yeah. I feel like The Last Boy Scout was the last really great sort of dramatic buddy cop film. Yeah. I really like that movie. Mm. Bruce Willis also was supposed to play Riggs. And oh, really? him, he, he turned it down. Mel Gibson took it, and uh, it was vice versa because they wanted Mel Gibson for Die Hard. And oh, I'm glad that, that worked down. out. I think it worked out. Definitely for the best. I definitely Dude, think that worked out.
0: I honestly think, uh, yeah, Mel Gibson has a much better manic energy. Yeah. Than Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis can't really do. He's too calm. Yeah. He's too calm, and he's yeah.
1: not like I think it needed a comedic sensibility for this role, mm-hmm. an understated comedic sensibility, which I think is better. That's with what him, that is. Not like a one-liner. The like, Oh,
3: come to the coast, have a few laughs. <laughs>, <That shit>. laughs. A little bit different. Yeah.
0: So yeah.
1: And also, uh, he could who could do the fucking. You know, Three Stooges. (laughs) 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 So I think, well cast. I mean, ultimately, just a this movie. I I, again, this is one of those ones where I I look back and I, you know, loved it as a kid for obviously different reasons. Watching it again, yeah, really fucking holds up.
2: It does hold up. It does hold up. So, uh, yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, I love everything about it. Suicide, uh, drug use, moisture, Vietnam vets. Mm -hmm. It's a feel-good story about a character choosing life at the end. Mm-hmm. Riggs it out. is. Riggs, finally. <laughs> he... <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end on an upbeat note. Riggs, right. Riggs gives his hollow-point shell yeah. to Murtaugh's daughter. <laughs> give yeah, this that's... to your dad. <laughs> Why are you telling me to give this bullet to my dad? I was actually going to kill myself. Bats. Yes. yes.
2: Hell, no. Or at least put bubbles in the bath. Yeah. I'm going to have sex with your
0: daughter them? in the second film. Yeah, oh, yeah. Boy, well, if not the third one. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to know if that happens. No, they do. I think by the right. end of the I series, they it. date. Yeah. Do they?
2: I, I thought she marries Chris Rock in the fourth one
0: wow well you know what what do well, i know he definitely, we you know what? <laughs> he definitely <laughs> slept with her before
2: chris rock got yeah there. let's like, all look, you know.
0: stick with the eat pray judge podcast as we review all of the lethal yeah. weapon movies the next <laughs> have to bring you years. back for a quadrilogy
2: uh, listen i'll i'll literally <laughs> hammer out all four in one day come back and just be like because the two two and three i can't remember at all but the fourth one i love because it had jet lee in it all
0: right wow yeah. yeah, they're they're like we need to we need to cross Everything. promote a need, lot more. Uh,
2: you had the black comedian, you had the the, the, the Asian peshy. the Pesci, you had the Asian um, action star. Yeah, you threw them all together with you had a Rene Riggs, Russo. Rene Russo, what a money making juggernaut, dude! I forgot about Rene Russo and and, and uh,
0: love affair. Yeah, was I mean that must have been three. Or four. I think so yeah, three. It, was, it was way further. Way further. Yeah. Right. And there's also like a series that I didn't even know about until I. Yeah, Damon Wayans plays. I, uh, you know
2: what? Because I was Googling today and I type in "Lethal Weapon" and it goes straight, straight it to, the, to yeah. the TV show. And I would never watch that to be honest. No,
1: I don't. I, yeah, it's like watching the remake of Point Break or Total Recall. Exactly. I'm just not interested at exactly. all in any of that. Like
2: you're going to ruin.
1: <laughs> well, the new Point Break was not good. Do Every time they do something new. Yeah.
0: Well, Buck we i think we're we've we've reached the point in the movie where uh where we kind of rate lethal weapon yeah. how we feel about it you yeah. know in terms of like rewatchability and uh for me i think this this movie gets uh like nine out of ten hollow point shells hollow point shells you know Fantastic. and one and one christmas tree so i love it <laughs> One Christmas, I love it tree. Yeah. it's conservative game so it's, like a, it's <laughs> like a 9.5 for me oh, wow. yeah, this movie is great <laughs> it might I can't be get
1: highest rated film to date wow. yeah
0: this movie was formative when i saw it yeah. and uh and i can go back and revisit it every christmas with my family no question for years to come no question yeah um That'll
2: should go. i rate it as well go right ahead um yeah, I don't know if I'd rate it, it as high as, as nine uh, hollow points. I would give it... 9.5. I would give it eight Berettas out of out of ten. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of Berettas. Because it, it stands. Sure. It, it stand, to this day, yeah. I, I could easily just watch Lethal Weapon with the Raiders and Murtaugh. Yeah. Eight out of eight out of ten Berettas for That's me. That's what
1: the average white uh, Ohio citizen has in his basement. In his basement. Nice eight of work. Ten Berettas. I like it. And then a couple automatics, so... Um, Man, I I'm a, I'm I'm there with Gabe. Mm. <laughs> I think uh I mean, you know, I don't I don't wanna add halves. Because I don't wanna I don't wanna try to outdo Gabe here. Sure. I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. a solid nine. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. nine. Nine out of ten uh hard top pool covers. <laughs> <laughs> Lethal kids out of the goddamn water. And you're talking to your friends about your stock portfolios and the fucking kid is face down in a pool. <laughs> fucking savages. Um uh. Yeah, I mean, I, like I <gasps> oh, said before, good. this movie, Ugh. it's just good. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's, it's what an action movie should be. Yeah. For, for, for film nerds, you know, you're going to critique plot holes, suspension of this, all this other shit. It's a fucking really well acted, well done, fun, interesting action movie with a good backstory that, you know, yeah, 100%. Rip, ripped and away from
0: the headlines. Great 100%. pacing and
1: a great tone. Um, mm. agreed. So mm. what but uh Really so, great camera work too. Cinematography
0: was
2: awesome. And yeah, the music was good. Music was good too.
1: That's right. Oscar. Great
2: writing.
0: Buck What's going on, man? Why are you on this podcast today? Oh, I love
2: you two. That's why. That's the first thing. I wanted right, right to see back your at you, early in earlier today. Uh, Why'd you
0: wake up to hang
2: out with us today? To talk movies. Yeah. I mean, the only two things I really love in my life, uh, besides my girlfriend, shout out to her. Um, is Jewish. Jewish girlfriend. Um, is music and movies. So sure.
0: Music. Thank you so much for having me. What, what type of music are we into today? What are we doing?
2: Oh, dude. I mean, I love a bit of John Mayer.
0: Um Truly, you, I do. You've actually. got an album coming out, right? I do
2: have an album coming out. Plug away, my friend. Oh man, thank you guys. I do have an album coming out probably in the next month, but I have a single arriving this upcoming Monday called Onyx. Uh, the Back music video, the
3: fuck up.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. My heart's black, black as Onyx. Uh huh. And that's uh, it's going to be good. So where music where can they find this? Where can they find Onyx? Where can these people find? You're going to be able to find Onyx anywhere you stream music: Perfect. Spotify, Apple Music. Title, um, Pandora. Uh,
0: You're fucking very accessible. Google Play. To be. I don't yes.
2: know. I don't know what else you guys use, but I'm on there. Dude,
0: I'm out here. I'll be listening to you on SoundCloud. Yeah, I got Whoa. you on SoundCloud. Excellent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, what's what what's what's the flavor? What are, what can people expect from the album?
2: The album is going to be a um, plethora of hip hop music. There's going to be a little bit of R and B in it as well. Um, but I think this album um, Has the capacity to listen from front to back um, There's nothing skippable about it It has boom bap rap It has hard rap It has braggadocious rap It has um, It's just good man Great Hell music yeah, man. Um, And then you could hear my voice So Okay There you go yeah.
0: Well thank you for coming on Thank you for and having what's me a, What's a social media platform Do you want people to follow you at?
2: Oh, you can find me on Instagram, um, underscore, because usually there's an underscore, um, Andrew Charles. That's just it. And you'll see, uh, you'll see me with some gold teeth on my page, and give it a like. I'll like you back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right, and I'm Gabe Pacheco. You can find me at GabePacheco.com, and you can uh, download the album Risky Behavior. Uh, it's uh, wherever you find comedy albums. Also, uh, come out to Cantina Royal in Williamsburg every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. for live stand-up comedy. And Sammy, what you got for us today?
1: I'm actually proud to announce that uh, the restaurant concept we've been working on for the past seven or eight months is actually uh, opening in yeah. early September. Yeah. Uh, it's R40 uh, in Long Island City, right off of Vernon Boulevard. A hard date will be announced, uh, you know, next week when I have when I have one for you. But it's coming along. You can check it out at r40lic.com see what we have for you.
0: What what a moose bush you guys have for a, a, a boy named Gabe to eat <laughs> when he for goes you? there. Yeah.
1: Just shellfish and steak, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that that's kind of what stuff. I'm talking about, so man. You
0: do? Yeah, yeah right. I like muscles mm-hmm. bivalves, mollusks, <laughs> right. all that.
1: We actually physically torture a peanut for you <laughs> cuz I know how you, I know you feel. Water <laughs> moisten it, yeah. sponge that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And then you smack uh, uh, the your legs. Yep. With my legs. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Great. I'm excited for the the steaks and the shellfish. Awesome. Um All right, everybody, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. We love you. See you next week.